Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney, and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. Thank you again for joining me on another incredible episode here on this beautiful Wednesday. I love Wednesdays because that means I get to record an episode of Pop Punk Promo. And that means that I get to share a small artist or a woman musician in music with you. And that honestly makes me so incredibly happy. If you're new here, welcome to the Pop Punk Promo family. Every single Wednesday, I bring you a brand new episode that features an interview from a musician in the scene. Now, I focus heavily on women in the scene and small artists. So you won't be seeing Miley Cyrus or Demi Lovato or... Blink-182 or any of those really huge artists on here, you'll be seeing smaller niche artists that are looking to get a little bit of promotion. I've already interviewed incredible musicians like Tilly, Taylor Acorn, Bronnie, Dawn, Callie Rohde, and so many more incredible musicians. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about small artists and how they pave their way in the industry, this is absolutely the podcast for you. Also, if you enjoy the content we're giving you every single week, make sure you rate our podcast five stars on Spotify so that we can continue to give you amazing content every single week. If you are listening to this and you are a small artist who makes alternative music, pop punk, any sort of rock music, and you're looking for a little bit of promotion, make sure you check out poppunkpromo.com and fill out one of our forms to be featured on an episode of the podcast. Running this podcast and being able to interview so many incredible musicians has really opened my eyes to the huge world of rock music that there is and all of the incredible talent that there is to see. So if you're listening to this and you're looking for some new music, if you want to refresh your Spotify library, please listen to all of the artists that I mentioned. They're all so incredibly talented, like I said, and you're going to find someone that you absolutely love. Once again, if you are a recurring listener, thank you so much for your undying support every single week. I truly, truly am so grateful for every single person who has ever supported me, who has ever interviewed with me, who has ever listened to even part of an episode. You mean so much to me. And I'm truly just in awe by how many people I've been able to reach in the last six months. It is honestly insane. So thank you so much. Your support doesn't go unnoticed and I love each and every one of you so much. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it's time for the really exciting part of this podcast. We're going to get into some pop punk news. First up, I'd really like to share some brand new music with you guys. The first thing I'd like to highlight is a brand new debut album from the band Red Hook. If you're unfamiliar with Red Hook, they are a badass band from Australia and their lead singer, Emmy Mack, is literally the coolest person ever. She knows how to scream vocals like no other. She is so cool. And this band is like the perfect blend of pop punk meets metalcore and they are just the fucking awesomest. (laughs) That's not even a word and I don't even care because they are so cool. You may know their very popular song called Bad Decisions and I know that that's exactly where I first heard of this band. Their song Bad Decisions came on a bunch of my radios on Spotify and I just fell in love with it. And also a few weeks back, I did highlight their song Dead Walk because I still fucking love that song. It is one of the most unique songs I've ever heard. It's got so many synth vibes. It's still very pop punk and heavy. And it's basically about something you did in the past that you thought you'd gotten away with that people had forgotten. It comes to basically bite you in the ass. So I love that song so much. I've highlighted it in the past and I just love Red Hook so much. Their debut album titled Postcard from a Living Hell came out this past Friday and it is incredible, you guys. They had released a few of the singles over the last few months and they have just been so amazing and I've loved every single one. And 
The album did not disappoint, you guys. It is so incredible. The album features 11 songs in total, including Imposter, which features Yours Truly, which is another female-led band. If you guys didn't know, it features Jabberwocky, which is one of my personal favorite songs off the album. And it even has Off With Your Head, which to me is one of the most metal songs on the album. There's a lot of screaming in that one, and it's just very dark, very intense, and I love it so much. Make sure you check out Postcard from a Living Hell, the debut album from Red Hook, available on Spotify or wherever you stream your music. Next up, we just got a brand new single from Against the Current called Good Guy. And if you guys don't know Against the Current, their lead singer is Chrissy Costanza, another female lead, and they are so cool and another huge force in the pop punk scene. The song is basically about a sort of abusive partner and someone who just didn't treat their partner the way that they should, but they still considered themselves a quote-unquote good guy. And that's basically what the song's about. And one of the most iconic lyrics from the song is, fuck whoever taught you how to love like that. This lyric almost makes it sound like the person was taught how to love like this, and it's not exactly the way they are. It's basically giving them the benefit of the doubt and saying, you know, I don't think you're a terrible person. I think someone taught you how to do this. So fuck whoever it was that taught you how to love someone like this, you know, which is kind of powerful. It's it's them saying like, hey, I know this isn't you. It's probably not you. Someone probably did this to you, but now you're doing it to me. So what the fuck? <laughs> the song is super driving and incredibly catchy to listen to. So I highly recommend you check it out. Make sure you listen to Good Guy by Against the Current. It's out on any place that you stream your music. Our next piece of news features my very first ever featured artist on Pop Punk Promo. It is Lolo. She just teased a brand new song on TikTok and Instagram called OMG. I'm so excited for it, you guys. The song comes out on May 11th, and you can pre-save it now using the link in her bio on Instagram or TikTok. If you've never heard of Lolo before, her music features a lighter sound. It's a little bit more pop rock. It's not so intense, but it is very good nonetheless. Lolo was even able to perform at Sad Summer Fest last summer. It was incredible. She did such an amazing job. She's very popular in Europe as well, and I just love her to death. She is so sweet and so kind. So if you've never heard Lolo, make sure you check out her EP, Debbie Downer, which is available right now wherever you stream your music. Next up, we're going to move away from some music releases and highlight some tours that are coming up. First up, we've got Hot Milk. They are going to be here in the U.S. on the East Coast. They have a few shows that they're going to be doing and they're going to tear apart the East Coast by storm. They've currently only got four shows on this touring stretch. The first one is on May 23rd in Boston, Massachusetts. The second one is on May 25th in Washington, D.C. The third is May 26th in New York City. And the fourth and final East Coast touring date is May 28th in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Hot Milk also performed at Sad Summer Fest last summer on a couple of dates and I was lucky enough to see them at one of the dates I went to and they fucking shredded you guys. If you guys don't know who they are, they are a much heavier pop punk band. They are also very screamy. They've got an incredible female lead, Hannah Mee, and she is just so punk and so badass. If you love a darker sound to your pop punk music, they are absolutely the band for you. They are from the UK. They are just unapologetically themselves. They are fucking dope. So make sure you check them out. They've got quite a few EPs out. Their most recent one is The King and Queen of Gasoline. And they also have I Just Want to Know What Happens When I'm Dead. But you may know them most by their most popular song, which is Candy Coated Lies. Now, that one is one of their more calm songs. It's not quite so shreddy, but if you go deep into their EPs, you will hear that badass hardcore punk sound that I'm talking about. They are so amazing. And they even have a brand new debut album that will be coming out later this year. I am so excited about it. They released the very first single for it called Horror Show. So 
if you are from the East Coast, if you want to go to any of those four dates I mentioned earlier, you may get to hear their brand new single at one of those shows. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that is a wrap on our pop punk news for the week. I hope you guys enjoyed everything I brought to you, and I hope you guys listened to some of the brand new music that was highlighted. It is time for our featured artist segment. You guys, I've got a very unique interview for you this week. This is a little different than some of the previous interviews I've done. Now, the style and the format is exactly the same, but the person I interviewed isn't your typical musician, and you guys will understand very quickly what I mean. This week's featured artist isn't a touring musician, but they are very well known locally in their hometown of Vancouver, and he is super cool because he does so many different projects. He is a local musician. He plays piano. He plays guitar. He is in several different music projects, different bands, but he just doesn't tour for them. He's even a music teacher on TikTok, and his social media has blown up because he's just done covers of different rock songs, and he's even genre-bended a little bit. He's gone into some country. He's gone into some pop. He does kind of everything, and he's just really cool. So you guys will need to buckle up for this one because it's not quite what you're expecting, but you guys are going to love this interview so much. So without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is none other than Vancouver-based Eddie Lamb. All right, everybody, we are here today with Eddie Lamb. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Sid? I'm doing fantastic. You know, like I was saying to you, it is very sunny here, which is very, very happy for me in Minnesota because we don't get a lot of sun. So it's been awesome. But yeah, do you want to just introduce yourself to the listeners with your name, pronouns, a little bit about where you're from, all of that good stuff? Yeah, for sure. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Eddie Lamb. I am an Asian Canadian uh, male uh, musician. Uh, I do uh, many things in, in music. Uh, I play in an all Asian heavy rock band called Cry of Silence. Uh, we write our own stuff, uh, which is a, a mix between emo, grunge, new metal, alternative, uh, all that good mix. And then I also play in a couple of cover bands. Uh, I got The Naturals, uh, where we used to, uh, we would host. Uh, live band karaoke nights locally and then uh, when I combine two of those bands together I formed a little thing called the ALAM all-star band which is uh, actually not just mm -hmm. a a, uh, a merge of those two bands but it's also uh, uh, just a tribute to our local music scene so I just you know grab like um, the cool people I, I've worked with a lot and put them all together in a one cool big band and uh, we do lots of gigs around town um, but yeah uh, and of course, I'm also an online personality. I'm a TikToker who does a lot of musical <laughs> content, and I also do YouTube as well. Uh, so pretty much, I, I do lots of amazing versatile uh, gigs around town, including uh, piano gigs, uh, solo acoustic gigs, too. Uh, so you're going to see me in a lot of different avenues uh, in music in Vancouver. And That's the awesome. Internet. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. And I, I love that um, you reached out to me because you have such a broad like history of things that you do, which is so cool. Like you're not just an artist. You like you do a bunch of live performances with different, you know, settings, which I think is just so cool. And you're just so well versed in music, which is awesome. Do you want to like take us through kind of like your start in music, how you kind of got it, like got started in the music world and just take us on a journey of how you got where you are today. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I, uh, you know, it's interesting because when I want to learn how to play music, I, uh, Usually in a, in a lot of uh, Asian, Asian families, you know, the stereotype is, is that, you know, they get their kids into music, right? Um, I wouldn't say force them, but, you know, they, you know, they, they really insist that the kids should learn music. Uh, for me, it was the opposite. I actually wanted to learn music. Uh, and yeah, I think the inspiration nice. just came to because the fact that, you know, my two sisters, uh, they were learning piano, right? Uh, uh, but when I saw them do their recitals, I'm like, hey, you know, this looks like so much fun. You know, I want to get into this. So <laughs> when I asked my parents straight up uh, that if I could learn piano, they were like, yeah, sure. That's totally cool. <laughs> I'm cool with that. And uh, what's really uh, uh, amazing, too, is that, you know, I, I've been 
I grew up with some really amazing instructors who've been, uh, played a big part in, in my life, you know, and um, yeah. what I do like is that um, my piano teacher, for instance, uh, she was strict, but in, in a good way that, you know, like she knows what you need to work on. She said, okay, yeah. um, if you want to get better, try this, 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 and that. You got to work on this part, okay? You got to practice at home. That's your responsibility. Um, <laughs> and for me, you know, like, yeah, I never wanted to stop learning learning music and of course fast forward in high school i you know like did high school band i was playing the clarinet actually um because <laughs> at a time like i really wanted to learn drums but drums were taken already right everybody wanted yeah. to do the percussion <laughs> section because sometimes yeah. it's one of the most like uh the most uh i'm gonna say the laziest but it's one of the most like you know not so hands-on uh position in high school band because a lot of them would right. just, just sit in the back and just kind of they like, would smooth. they would literally stand in the back of the band room and like they're like oh it's not my turn for the snare drums i just get to sit here on my phone or whatever like you know I it's know, just I, like <laughs> well i know that's like that's why i was wondering like i wonder if like like the people who who compose for for uh composed band parts they they thought they're probably percussionists themselves and they thought oh we'll give them the easiest part they just have to do this little <laughs> part here and there they can just just sleep in the back right? so funny yeah. <laughs> and, yeah but but uh but honestly yeah like i i also had some really great uh, other music instructors too uh who were you know who were amazing people uh too uh I mean, all my teachers have been amazing. I'll, I'm not going to lie. And, you know, my band teacher, he's been such a great guy. You know, one of those really cool band teachers who care about their students so much, right? Yeah. And care about their well-being. And I also um, had a really cool, amazing um, music theory teacher who taught me a lot on the technical side of things, right? And then, of yeah. course, I also had um, uh, my, my singing teacher uh, who is very, very uh, talented. Like she and her husband, like they like they do like jazz duets together around town, um, and she oh, even owned fun. her. Yeah, well, she she even like owned her own uh, jazz restaurant for like almost twenty years uh, here wow. in town. Um, she closed the business just right before the pandemic. But um, what I like uh, the thing I've learned so much about her and also my music theory teacher is that uh, they really are very community based, right? Um, I'll take my singing teacher for instance. Um, so uh, her name is uh, Salve. Salve Dio, and she and her husband are uh, the kind of people who are very hospitable. Uh, you know, hospitality mm -hmm. is, is the name of their game. So um, one instance uh, is that when they own their jazz restaurant, uh, she's the kind of person who uh, not only, you know, entertains, of course, right? Um, yeah. But she also makes the effort to go around, talk to the guests who attend the restaurant and say, you know, hey, how's your day going? Oh, how are the kids doing, right? Yeah. So sit down and and talks to you and she's just like you know she's, she's just like hey is the food okay is it going well yada 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 <laughs> and uh what's just so fascinating is that um that's the kind of uh, family uh that it's almost like a very family uh style kind of thing where like you're you feel like you're part of family right yeah that's so fun and that's so important too for that kind of culture oh i think amazing. so and i think it like it, and, and honestly, too, because I had this conversation with my mom about this a, a little while back, right? So, because uh, my, I remember my, I have a grand, I had a, a late granduncle of mine. He used to own a restaurant a long time ago in Vancouver, mm -hmm. and uh, he was the same deal. Uh, I remember my mom would tell me, well, I kind of remember too from memory as a kid. Uh, but my mom told me that he's the kind of guy who always loved to go around, talk to the guests, see how they're doing, how the food is, and everything like that. And he was just a great, uh, not just you know a great boss, but he's a great leader who works with his team so he'd be the kind of guy who not just only you know helps out the waiters and you know um talks to the guests but he also made the effort to uh say for instance hey i'm going to um i'm i'm going to you know, oh hey, you need to go get the, the ingredients from the farms don't worry i'll come with you uh we'll make sure we choose the best vegetables too that way you get some extra hands and blah 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 Aww. and i'm like that is a great boss or you know a yeah. great leader absolutely a great leader and that is so important to have those figures in your life too and like i'm so glad that you had so many incredible like music inspirations like throughout your life to just like support you and keep you going like that's just that's so important you know like yeah oh, that's awesome yeah and and what, what i do find uh very fascinating too uh just just learning from um from these uh, from these adults who've uh, been a huge part of my life growing up as uh, a young kid who's still trying to learn music is that um you know it really humbles me a lot too because like you know um you, you see some people who are are incredibly talented uh 
uh, and again, I'm going to take my singing teacher and also my th theory teacher, for instance, too, right? Whenever they, they put on the, the like these student concerts, it, yeah, like, you know, like, like these people are talented. They're larger than life uh, in terms of their performance. But then yeah. on a personal note, uh, they don't act like they're larger than life. They're like, yeah. they're like, it's just like hanging out with another cool uh, family member in a way, right? Yeah. And, I, I, and this is the kind of thing that you hear, especially with your favorite rock stars, for instance, right? You know, you know, the stage performers, the stuff is larger than life. But when you talk to them uh, during meet and greets, they're like, hey, how's it going? Right. They're not, like, you know, bow down to me. I am yeah. the king of blah, 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 blah. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. And those are like my favorite type of meet and greets, too, where it, like the artist is just so like they're so humble they're so cool and they're just like yeah we're just some people hanging out like thanks for listening we love you like that's the best that's the best i love yeah. that <laughs> well i think that well i think like the the, the coolest experience I've, I've had even just recently as uh, you and i were talking about um through our, our conversations uh when i finally got a chance to to meet ray uh who plays yeah. with Acorn, right? Yeah. Um, like he and I, we kept in touch uh, uh, over social media first, right? Uh, but um, of course, when he told me that he was coming to town, I was just like, heck yeah, we're probably going to meet, right? How, like, yeah. How oh my happen? God. And, and, uh, and here I was like, you know, I'm first, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I was just like, whoa, I'm going to meet this guy who's got like 200,000 followers on TikTok. <laughs> this is going to be crazy, right? Like, I, I like TikTok I, famous. <laughs> I, I know. Well, and that's the crazy thing, too, because like, um, it, you know, I'm here, like, here I am, like, you know, like hoping that, you know, it, it'll, it'll turn out, you know, I was really nervous about it. I'm just thinking, you know, oh, I, I hope it's, you know, I'm sure he's going to be pretty, a pretty cool, chill guy. But at the same yeah. time, I'm just like, but you're, you're, someone could be different in person, right? Yeah. But when I finally got a chance to meet Ricky, I'm just like, wow, like, he is exactly how he is online. It's like, he you know, is a cool, chill guy. And it's like that, was that like, like, what you see is what you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I met him for the first time, too, um, a few weeks ago when I went to Kansas City to go see Taylor perform and uh, Grayscale, all of that. And yeah, Ricky was just so nice. He like he came out of the venue after the sound check and just said, hey, he gave me like five hugs. And I was like, you're just like the nicest guy. Like, what the heck? Like, he, yeah, Ricky, if you listen to this, you're the best. We love you. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. yes. thank you, Ricky. Thanks thank for you, Ricky. an awesome time. Hope you're doing well on tour, man. I know. And I'm excited. I'm going to go see them actually like next week. I get to go to two of their gigs. So I'm, I'm super oh, amazing, stoked. but yeah, it'll, it'll be awesome. So I'm going to go see them with the summer set and it's, it's going to be a good time. So oh, lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited about it, but let's talk more about you. And so like all of your assorted musical projects, do you want to like dive deeper into like your band cry of silence, maybe some of your YouTube covers and just like, tell us yeah. a little bit about, Everything you do, it's just yeah, incredible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, so Cry of Sounds, uh, like I said, is an all Asian heavy rock band that I formed uh, mm -hmm. for quite a long. I'm just going to put it. Uh, you know, I've been in the scene for such a long time. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, I started this band like many, many, many moons ago. And um, our first album was actually in, in 2011. Uh, called oh, wow. Influence. Yeah. Nice. Influence was the name of our, our album. And uh, and that one, we yeah, we've uh, we hit the studio. We recorded some really great tracks from there. Um, and we call it influence just because uh, it's, um, it's it's a couple of things. Right. So uh, musically speaking, yes, like we input a lot of our in musical influences on there. Right. So you may be able to tell just by how the music sounds. It may remind you of, of someone, uh, you know, in a way, but with our own spin on it. And mm -hmm. and the second reason why it's called influence, too, is just because like, it is actually um, it is actually uh, uh, like lyrically speaking, it, it may have some good influence on you, right? It could be like very yeah. inspiring. Like we have a song called "Old Habits Die," which is probably like one of our heaviest tracks from that album. And yeah. uh, lyrically, uh, you know, we were inspired by someone who, you know, people in our lives who actually have given up on, say, you know, a bad drug habits or any other um, really bad habits that have been uh, affecting your lives negatively. So. Yeah. Um, so we decided instead of saying old habits die hard, we call the song old habits die because it's like, you know, the song is about, okay, we want to get rid of, you know, we want to um, get rid of those old habits that were bad to us. And, you know, we're changing our ways of life. And yeah, so songs absolutely. like that. And the other song we had, we had another uh, song that was uh, 
that had a pretty good buzz for a little while locally uh, called Departure. And it's, again, the same thing. It's about departing from the old ways of life, including uh, like maybe a bad relationship with a boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever partner and, and depart from them. But it could also mean like, you know, you've departed from uh, an old way of life, maybe a, a bad toxic crowd of friends who were a part of your life, but now you're trying to depart from them too. Because lyrically yeah. it goes, you know, because I'm leaving and I thought about it every single night and day. Now I know why I decided to run away. Right. Yeah. So it's like, no, oh, you know what? I was thinking about leaving. Now I know why I should leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's awesome though. I didn't realize that you'd been like in this band for so long, and like it, it looks like when I'm looking at your Spotify, you only have two albums, so that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, like and have you guys toured at all? Like, do you guys like go on tour? Uh, no, this is a, this is a very interesting thing too. Like, because because for us, like uh, you know, I'm not a very traditional artist, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> like I'm not the ones that actually you know, go out on tour. Like, I've done um, tours with. Uh, like many tours with, with with my other project, The Naturals, before. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Christons is kind of more of like you know, like it, it is a project where I, you know, we it's a it's our creative outlet basically, right? Like we do play yeah. locally around town, um, but it's just that not all of us are travelers, at least maybe not for now, right? Yeah. But who knows? That makes sense. Future. And like you don't have to be a touring artist either. Like your music is incredible. I was listening to it and I'm like, wow, this is it's some good heavy stuff. Like it's amazing. And you don't have to be a touring artist that's just something that some people like to do and if you're just more of a homebody you like hang out with your people you know in vancouver yeah. like do it and yeah, you have so exactly. many other things you're doing too like you don't need to be like on tour all the time that's exhausting oh. too by the way like, yeah and, i mean and to be really honest with you too right you know because you know, even the, the idea of traveling to meet other people is would be amazing but i mean people have to see that that harsh reality at the same time is that like yeah. you know um and i'm sure you know ricky and other and taylor can can uh, you know testify to this that um putting on together a tour is not cheap at all and no. concerning the fact that here in vancouver it's a very expensive city and not too many people know about it, but you know, scenery looks great and everything like that too, you know, but at the same time, like, you know, we all face those, those things like, you know, high, really high bills, you know, with inflation and happening, you know, happening right now in, in the 2020s. And, um, and of course, like rents are super high. It's astronomically insane. Um, yeah. So when you think about those factors and then it's just like, oh man. Right. Um, and you know, we, we, you can't tell your bills to screw off that. That's no, the thing. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I do feel like, like the main factor is to like, you know, like, uh, um, you know, yeah, like I said, not everyone is going to be a traveler anyways, right? And so, you know, um, but but when you still see some success where people actually do listen to your you know, to your stuff, you know, like it's it's still incredible for, for us, you know. And and then um uh and but I think that's why like you know when when I think about um uh, you know like going outside the box, uh doing something non-traditional, I think this is an example of it. You know, like we can be mm-hmm. like uh, a band that writes solid songs you know yeah we don't tour but uh you know unless you come to uh, come to vancouver but at the same time it's like you know, but we're still getting music out there and it's very non-traditional because like we have you know very unique way of doing things right and yeah. i think um uh one of i think one of the most unique things that we do um that makes us that i think makes us stand out is that when we put on our own shows uh we like to have a little theme to to it right um so Ooh. say for example so back in 2020, before uh, uh, a month before the pandemic, no, two months before the pandemic began, uh, we we had a a, sh- uh, a show and the theme was hats, wigs, and helmets day, and so that means like you can wear your favorite you know, favorite headwear, right? So yeah, uh, we had people that that wore like Viking helmets. Uh, we had someone dressed up <laughs> with Mario, so we had the Mario hat for it. I think that's oh the guy God. that want. I think that's the guy that won the 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 the, the headwear contest as well. We did audience oh. vote. My gosh, that's so fun. I would yeah. love to go to a show like that. Like I am all for like a theme. I love I love like dressing up and just doing fun shit like that. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that's the reason why like I think I think that's that's the one little thing about um about the Crab Sounds project too is the fact that we have a bit of a theme of some things even from our albums too, right? So influence is, is you know the theme on, you know, making a positive influence in in people's lives. Um, our second EP community. Uh, so mm-hmm. that one is has a bit of a theme to it as well. Um, so it's it's a it, community is like, like a tribute to uh, our local scene, basically. Uh, so we actually like we had a couple of songs that were about 
um, people in our in our lives, right? Um, mm-hmm. We we, uh, uh, but we also had like uh, uh, different people producing our tracks. We also had uh, other people who were featured on our tracks, so, like backup vocals, for example, right? Like we had a couple of tracks where we did we actually did gather p- uh, people to do gang vocals for for a few parts. And oh, that's so it, cool. Yeah, and um, so one example that that got played on um uh, on a couple of college radio stations, uh, called a busker song and it was like lyrically it was about a couple of friends uh, of ours who went bus who go busking outside in downtown vancouver right and we all know and i've done busking myself before too i know what it's yeah. like it's yeah um uh, it can be very hit hit hit, hit and miss uh, depending where you busk at um but it, we we talked about like friends who uh who've been harassed before um they've yeah they've had gear stolen from them uh we even had one friend who used to be like a local hip hop artist too and when he was busking one time he actually got mace in the face so uh-huh. yeah no. oh my god that's yeah. horrible oh my oh, god and, and but he was one of those kind of guys who who uh who kept going anyways even though he got mace but of course then after he was done with the song, then then he washes his face right after right but yeah. uh, uh but um in, in our bridge uh we uh we say uh uh, they could spit on your face. They could spray you with mace, but don't ever let them take your place. Just keep on going. Wow. Keep the rhythm flowing um, uh, and let them hear your name. Right. And so wow. that's our lyric for the bridge to pay homage to our friend who who had to go through that. <laughs> That's actually amazing. I'm so glad to get that insight. Like that first of all, that lyricism is amazing. Second of all, the fact that it's like based on something true, like that's that's amazing. I love that. Oh, thank wow. you. Yeah. That's so creative. Yeah, thank you. It. Yeah. And and so this so that's kind of like that example of of that whole, you know, the theme from that EP called community, right? So it's it's about yeah each other right and uh but now like uh, we've we've gone like the different route where instead of now making albums we're just gonna you know we've been doing singles um and yeah. we've been doing that since 20 um uh 2020 um of course yeah. because during the pandemic right um it's been such a really interesting uh interesting time so we so we decided to just like release singles because uh, what else can you do at home right like you know so we decided you know, we all have our own recording gear, so now we can actually like do stuff virtually and just you know create nice uh, compose yeah. while while we while, while we're in lockdown uh, season, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so when we released uh, uh, "Don't Want You Near," um, and it was it was such a, a, an amazing song that that we decided to uh, to release uh, in June 2020. Because I'm just like, well, what, what else can we do in the meantime? <laughs> we can, you know, well, let's just make some music and right, and, exactly. You know, got some old lyrics that you want to dig out. Yeah, let let let's do it. <laughs> and so we did. And so of course, like you know, we have like two versions of that song, right? Um, we have the the full band version, and of course, um, you know, as, as you saw, right, we got that. Um, uh, then later on, uh, I think it was like about a year later in 2021, we released an acoustic version of that song. Uh, nice. Which of course features uh, Kellen Quinn from Sleeping yes! with Sirens. That's so and fucking cool. <laughs> it was amazing because um, you know we were talking about celebrities who are so down to earth, even though the performances are, are so so larger than life. Oh yeah, he is Kel- one of them. Yeah, Absolutely. Kellen is one of them, and um, you know because like I had the absolute pleasure to meet him back in 2018 when Sleeping with Sirens came to Vancouver for the first time ever. Oh right? my god! Wow. And, that's yeah, amazing. and and I met him uh, through friends that used to work with him before too, right? Nice. And oh, so man. when I met Kellen in person, I was just like, "Wow, this guy is like so down to earth." We were, you know, just um, you know, just hanging out, you know, playing darts at a pub next to the venue that that he, that that they played at. And yeah. Oh my god. It was just yeah, and and you know, when, and then of course when I got that news that you know that Kellen wanted to open the door during the pandemic to let any local artist uh, you know to hire him and add vocals to uh, to whatever song i'm just like this is amazing like you know yeah. and, um and the, fun, and the cool thing is you know kellen and i we we're on that same uh, that same platform where people can hire us online you know to add um music you know our musical parts to whoever songs right yeah um but uh but just knowing that uh, that Kel- that people like kellen uh, was open to this kind of stuff i'm just like this is so amazing and very it's like a very uh it's a very nice down to earth like humble approach to support other artists who, who you know who needs uh someone as talented as kellen to, to is, be on their yeah. song 
And to my knowledge, I don't think he charges very much for those features either. I I found out, I think, fairly recently that that's how a lot of people get him on the tracks. I'm like, because for a while I was like, how the hell is everyone getting Kellen Quinn on their freaking songs? I was like, how is this happening? And then I found out that, you know, he just hires or he you know he allows people to hire him for like a verse or whatever and i'm like yeah. that's he's just so cool like that's just so nice and we need more people like that who are just willing to help other artists out like it's yeah. just it's so important and like obviously i talk about this all the time it's why i started this podcast it's exactly. aimed at smaller artists that's why you're here that's why i everyone else who i've interviewed has been here it's like you're someone who doesn't have an extraordinary amount of fame and you have good stuff to offer the world. And I just want everyone to see that. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah, it's just such, it's, it's such a positive thing. And I just, I love music so much and it should be so connecting. So like, you know, I, I just want everyone to hear what everyone has to offer. And it's, it's it's amazing. And I think that's the reason why I always love supporting the music at the local scene, too, is just because, like, you know, everyone's got a story to tell, right? Even if it's just a local story, you know, there's great stories out there, right? Um, But I think, uh, but the crazy thing was, um, you know, like, because, like, for myself, you know, you know, I, I can openly admit that, you know, I've been in the local scene for so many years, right? I know a lot of like amazing, talented people out there, too, who, uh, you know, who deserve to be heard. And it mm-hmm. it's just so, it's just so insane that after that during the pandemic uh, in the parts of 2020 and, and, um, and up, I, then I got a chance to uh, connect with some local musicians that are not from this town. So like locals from uh, the States and, um and even other parts of the world i even i even have like a local musician friend who's from trinidad as well nice wow um, oh my god yeah yeah, and of course from france and the uk right so um everywhere and when i get to meet uh people who are just local musicians musicians in their respective hometown um it's a very humbling experience too if you think about right because like when you're so used to your local scene for so many years and then um, it took a pandemic to to get to know what's really out there um, in the Absolutely. world through Instagram and TikTok. I'm like, man, this is so humbling because I'm just like, okay, I feel like I'm starting from square one again. But that's great because now I'm just like, oh yeah, like now I'm ready to to see, to see what else is you know what else is out there, who else is out there, and yeah. I think that that and of course that's where I came across uh, Ricky obviously right um, you know I know we we're talking about Ricky but you know Ricky it's just because like Ricky's too cool uh, he that's is too he... cool like he, he does everything and like um, he shared with me like like Taylor reached out to him for you know touring was like hey you're super cool you have touring experience he's like oh yeah I totally have touring experience and he didn't and she still doesn't know that <laughs> I, I thought about telling her but I, I haven't told her that but it's it's so funny I'm like and look at him he's like killing it every day on tour like that's amazing and like uh, yeah you just yeah. like yeah with music you just have to like take the dive you know you have to be like hey someone's offering me this cool thing I know I'm talented let's do it you know like you got it's, for sure it's so cool <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and you know what's, what's really uh, interesting about this whole thing too, because like um, you know, which will lead lead to you know one of my other projects I do, right? Like you know, for me, like I said, I'm an on, you know, online personality now because of yeah. the pandemic, right? And so here, um, <clears throat> so when, when I decided to uh, to do something with, with my TikTok, at first I didn't know what what to do with it in the first part of 2020, right? You know, here we are, we're you know we we're dealing with a lot of personal things because you know um, because everything being shut down, we're just you know, scrambling around, you know, making sure that, you know, we, you know, we take care of each other and everything like that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But, but it's good to know that, you know, when I start going on, on both Instagram and TikTok more, um, you know, I decide to uh, do like music lessons uh, randomly uh, uh, because I thought, okay, well, you know, I guess people want to, you know, they want to learn something uh, during the pandemic. So, yeah. uh, so, I had no idea because I thought, okay, maybe on TikTok I'll just do, you know, like just do regular performance and let's see how people react, right? But yeah. Um, but then one day I decided, okay, uh, maybe we'll just uh I mean I'll just do like like lessons on how to play, what chords to play for songs, popular songs in under one minute. Because yeah. that that was you know, the premise of TikTok usually is like, you know, you got one minute and to show people what you got, right? So I thought, okay. I'm going to show people how to play what course to play for popular songs on acoustic guitar in just under one minute and see how that yeah. turns out. 
Well, that is the that was the big thing that that grew my following. Uh, yeah, I was that was the magic sauce. You were like, like that's <laughs> honestly so perfect too, because like, yeah, especially like you said during the pandemic, everyone was wanting to do something. Everyone was wanting to learn something new, try something new. So you know, they're scrolling, they see, oh, how to play whatever song in a minute. Well. I have a minute, right? Like I could do that, yeah. you know? And it's like, it's like, like someone picks up a guitar. They're like, yeah, let's, let's learn this. Like that's, that's such a good way to gain a following a good way to like get yourself known like that. That's so smart. I, yeah. yeah I, I, I think it's, a, I think it's all thanks to the, the years of, of me, of my experience playing cover bands. Right. Like, of course, yeah. you know, going back to my band, the naturals, um, you know, the naturals, um, we we've learned you know hundreds of songs uh, that you gotta do right because when you're playing anything like weddings and corporate functions or even you know and especially in a format of live band karaoke uh yeah. you know, where we get people to sing with the band right well we yeah. gotta know a lot of songs to in order to make that happen so um and and th- and, I, and and during that whole process i realized wow yeah there are a lot of songs that don't take up a lot of uh guitar uh, you know music chords to play so let let's show people how it's done and so of course like one of the very early ones was you know how to play songs you know like with or about you by you too that's a prime example where yeah. you know just three or four chords and that's it uh and then and then it gets uh okay future no pun intended but it gets it gets deeper <laughs> um but when i uh, when i show people how to play um Lithium by neck deep. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh That's, my god. Again, three to four chords only. Uh, actually, no, two chords. Um, so I'm just like, like, oh my goodness, like this is this is perfect, right? And then of course, uh, I also threw in some of my favorite other pop punk stuff, like of course, uh Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. That doesn't take yes. up a lot of of uh, <laughs> of, of music uh, court music chords to, to play. So it just kept growing and growing because of that, right? And I thought, um, yeah, like, and, and I think I think the other one uh, in terms of the the uh, emo pop punk scene was Teenagers by MCR. So that didn't Absolutely. take up a lot of. <laughs> so um, I'm just like, man, yeah, okay. There's a lot of easy songs out there. Like I, I had no idea. So yeah, and uh, I feel like a lot of people don't know that either. How easy a lot of the like chord structures to songs are until you know you break it down and you go, oh okay yeah i can do that like it's yeah. it's way easier than a lot of people think and they're like well the, you know mcr is a huge band they've they've got to be doing something crazy it's like no they're just they're just following you know a, a chord progression they're just doing their thing and they, they <laughs> ended up being very successful and it's just you know it's music is just such a crazy thing to me and oh i love it so yeah. much Oh, for sure, and and you know, and the, you know, despite like everything that has happened too during the during the pandemic, you know, when you know when you're locked in your your own home for a while, like when things started reopening, you know, I swear, like it it was almost like um, like it got me thinking. I wonder how many people have have really got a lot um out of things I taught them, but not only that, how many of them managed to increase their set list for their gigs too? If you yeah. if you're working musicians, right? Because I think one of the because one of the things that really uh, got me thinking, like you know, when when live music started um, reopening again, like like in late twenty twenty one, you know, I, I was like a little weirded out by it. At first, I was like, "Whoa!" I was so used to streaming for like for quite some mm-hmm. time, right? Um, yeah. Like both, both streaming and just recording videos of myself playing music. Um, like, what do I do next? Like, how do I go from there, right? And I mm-hmm. I swore to myself that you know what I think during lockdown I'm going to learn. A bunch of other songs I've never done live before, and Ooh. try and and see if I could have if I have grown as a musician or not, right? Um, yeah. Because um, there are musicians out there, unfortunately, who you may see that have always done the same old, same old, right? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, well, you know, even if yourself as a cover artist, um, if you've you know if you've actually really used your time wisely uh, to to learn a bunch of other songs that you're not familiar with. Then you you really have seen some good progress on yourself. Even if you learn just like a few a few new songs, I think that's still good progress right there. That means you're still hanging on to the right direction. Because I think one of the things yeah. I really want to do every year is really grow as a musician by learning new things, right? Um, and yeah. I think what, but uh, uh, and going back to TikTok again, I think um, <laughs> I had some requests on uh, like how to teach people how to do country songs. Oh and my god! Like, so. <laughs> So I spent the summer of 2021 listening to my local country station, uh, 
Oh my and god! I'm just like, <laughs> whoa. Okay, now this opened up a whole can of words for me. Now, what do I, what do I do next? Right. So I've been like teaching people how to do like Luke Bryan songs. Uh, you know, Alan Jack is it Alan Jackson? Yeah, Alan Jackson, the country artist. Um, and um, uh, and some other country classics. I'm just like, okay, wow, okay. There's a lot of the, the songs that are so easy to learn too and because yeah. i do have a, a huge market of people who love country music as well um they come across yeah. my channel on tiktok and so here i am going like, okay all right we're gonna make this happen so i did like a country series for a little while but then um uh, but uh, i'm not gonna lie it started growing on me a little bit too with that kind <laughs> of music um there, there's some stuff i thought was a little bit too generic obviously but then ones that that do stand out i'm like I like this country song. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. actually pretty good. Like, and, uh, um, because like out of the, the the hundreds of ones that are you know that they're just kind of out there, but just one that stands out that says a lot. I think to me that says a lot about um how much thought was put into that songwriting. But yeah, I um, agree. But for me, I'm I'm definitely not a country listener. Like, I'm I'm definitely more in the rock realm and stuff. And like, it's just it's just so funny to me that. Uh, that you just like you're just like yeah okay let's just let's do country and then also it's so different than rock music too like you have to it like is. you have to learn how different it flows like even if you're playing the same notes you know the same chords like it has a different feel to it, a different vibe and i think that's that's so inspiring that you were just like yeah let's do that people want it let's let's make it happen like that's impressive. exactly Exactly. I think, and, and to be honest with you, because like the one that really stood out to me, uh, uh, like last over a year plus ago, um, there's a song by, um, uh, what was it? Chris Young and Kane Brown called mm -hmm. famous friends. And again, this ties into every, you, everything you and I have talked about since, uh, since the beginning of the segment was famous friends. Well, it's about local heroes that nobody knows yeah. about. And yeah. I think that's why that song stood out to me because lyrically it, it's like, Okay, even though musically it's the same four chords, uh, three or four chords, I'm like, but lyrically, I love this because it's about your local uh, friends who uh, who do such amazing things, and yet the whole world doesn't really know about them. Maybe only locally, yeah. like they're locally famous, but not worldwidely famous. And I think that's why that song really stood out to me too. You know, and you know, I yeah. think about. Um, you know, when I think about all the all the people who've impacted my life, even during the pandemic as well. Right. So not just, of course, not just my Vancouver friends, but then I also think about all the friends I made on TikTok and Instagram who deserve uh, the world, honestly, in my personal opinion. Like I got some yeah. friends out in Florida. I got my friend Joseph, uh, my <laughs> friend, my friend Dan, Jaden, um, Emily, uh, Brandon or whoever else you can think of, you know, um, I think about these people. I'm like, yeah, they're doing they're doing music here, you know. Or even like my my friend from Trinidad, uh, Nishana, like she, you know, really cool gal. She can sing. Uh, like like these kinds of people. I'm like, yeah, you know, like I call to me they're my famous friends too because yeah, you know, and you know, and they think about people like like you know even like Ricky who's now killing it on tour. Obviously, again, we're mentioning this is like the fifth time we mentioned Ricky, but only because you know we. <laughs> We do care about this guy too, right? But, we do. He's he's awesome, and yeah. he, like I'd consider um, him a friend now. But at then, this yeah, point you think too. about like um, you know those those kinds of people, and just like yeah, you know. Hey guys, Sydney here. So at this point in the interview, the video froze, so we're gonna jump back in with Eddie talking about his song "Famous Friends." <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so the great thing about that song lyrically, yeah, because I think about all my friends, right? Like thinking about, yeah, like my friend, uh, my friend Joseph from Florida, my friend Dan, uh, my friend Jaden, and of course, like you know, Sean from, um, and um, Brandon and some other people too. Like you know, I, I think about them. Of course, my again, my friend from Trinidad, um, Nishana, who is yeah. also a singer herself too. I'm just like, yeah, I think about this song makes me think about these people, right? And it's yeah. like, and like they're super talented. And the world deserves to hear them. They deserve the world, basically. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. And there's so many people like that everywhere, all over the world, that they're out there doing amazing, brilliant things in their, like, you know, respective places in the world. And it's, I just want more people to hear about those types of people, you know? Like, it's it's so cool. And I just think music is so, like, it's so bonding for everyone. And even if you're not world famous or even, like, regionally famous, like, 
you're still doing something important and amazing. And it's just, it's so cool. I believe so. Yeah. And, and even like when you, when you see someone who's like super talented, like I, it, it's very humbling too. Right. And it makes you yeah. want to do better as well on your end. But, you know, for example, I even have this one friend named Emily from the UK and she plays amazing guitar as well. And like she knew all these like system of a down riffs. And I'm just like, whoa, like I'm, I've been trying <laughs> to figure this out for a long time. And, you know, she can pick it up just like that. Like it was no problem. Yeah. And, and which is really great you know, to see some really talented people out there. Um, and that's one of the things that that, you know, I'm just like, you know what? Like when I see uh, somebody even on TikTok, for example, who um, just makes some really cool like drum beats or you know, they do some amazing stuff on guitar or piano or whatever it may be. I give them a follow because when you look at the look at the numbers, I'm just like, man, how come it's only like 200 people following them? Like, what what what's wrong with people? Like, why are they not following this guy? You know what I mean? And like, yeah, yeah, and, and so, like, so I'm like, yeah, these guys deserve my follow. Uh, these guys deserve a follow, and so I will follow them, uh, because they are that good. Yeah, absolutely, and like I honestly, that's the beauty of TikTok is I I love just scrolling through and finding musicians and i'm like wow this song is so good or wow their you know their instrument playing is amazing and i was i'll give them a follow because like it's so important and i love hearing just like brand new stuff from people i've never heard of like it's it's amazing and tiktok has such a powerful like place right now in music it's it's amazing and exactly. so many people are being found that probably wouldn't have you know like they're 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 like you they're local people and now you have how many TikTok followers do you have? A lot. <laughs> so I have uh, almost 60,000 followers now, so yeah. to speak, which was insane because um, during late 2020, when I started getting such a following because of my music lessons, um, I was getting all these notifications on TikTok. And, you know, I'm just like, this is a joke. Like <laughs> these people are following me. Like this, this must be some sort of joke. Like there, there's no way people <laughs> will follow my channel. Like, and, and but but then it just started growing and growing and then when i was um and then yeah and and actually what was really cool was that um uh um you know like people were telling me like you know hey you should reach out to um you know like, like these local newspapers and you know talk about your tiktok because you know like it'll, it'll be it'll be encouraging to know you know some things are coming out of the pandemic and i was just like yeah you know what maybe i should do that so i so i managed to uh get uh there was a, a local article um that that did talk about um I, I got a chance to be interviewed by uh yeah a, a, a newspaper called burby now um Ooh. and and they've yeah so they interviewed me uh to talk about my tiktok journey and i was talking about to, to them about my musical life and everything too and because they they were they, they liked the uh because i guess they, they really like that that angle of learn, learning about okay well what did musicians do during the pandemic? Because live music is is, is uh, not a thing right now. And yeah. so when I told them about my TikTok and YouTube and everything like that, you know, I, I was just like, wow, like that's like, I'm actually glad, you know, people want to know what musicians are going through. Right. Yeah. And, absolutely. um, but I thought what was really great too, is that, um, you know, like when, when I was, um, you know, getting that, that local buzz about my TikTok, um, it helped me, uh, landed a, uh, a, um, like some part-time work at a local music school uh, because I can't play gigs, but I can still teach music. So, yeah, um, yeah so which, which I thought was a really great uh, um, a, a thing to re-experience again. Because I used to teach music uh, for a little while prior to the pandemic, and then I took a break from teaching. But then when the pandemic hit, and you can only, um, you know, I remember at that at that period at the time, you know, we can meet, uh, we can now start to, to kind of re-meet in person, but on a very minimal level. So I thought one-on-one -on -one yeah. music. So one-on-one -on -one music lessons was the perfect thing for me for that, right? So I can't yeah. perform in front of a crowd. So you know, I'll just you know teach individuals in the meantime, and yeah. it really, really helped out a lot. Uh, quite honestly, um, you know, and I'm just like, okay, I gotta be in teacher mode again. So, um, and it really hate. Sorry, and it, and it really um, gave me that that cool uh, personal haven of um, being able to uh, figure out. Uh, you know, you know, like know my own, like, you know, know like my own style of teaching. You know, how do what do I want to show people? Um, you know, I want to create yeah. that haven for them too. Like, you know, that they can be here, they can feel supported, and know that they can learn some really cool things um, based on their interests. You know, and uh, yeah. um, and and yeah, and that and that was something that I've never thought I would go back into again. But you know, here I am. You know, I'm still teaching uh, to this day. 
Yeah, that's amazing. And honestly, teaching is so rewarding, too, because like you said, you get to help someone, you know, shape their musical experience. And like you were saying, you've had so many incredible teachers yourself. And like sometimes that's the most important thing is having someone who just cares so much about what you're learning. And it helps you have like a similar passion for it, too. Right. Like I had um, my middle school band teacher was like my favorite teacher I ever I ever had growing up. And he was just yeah, he was just so fun. He like understood how to like give us a passion for music. And like I was in like the jazz band and it was just it was so yeah. fun. And it's so important to have those types of people. So like it's it's awesome that you're that person for someone else too. you know, like that's that's just got to be so rewarding. And you can see like their progress all the time. Like that's that's so cool. Yeah. So. And it's really it's really encouraging to you know, quite honestly, you know, when I, when I see people, you know, start growing and they want and then like I have a couple I got a couple of students, you know, who've been getting into songwriting as well. And I'm just like, nice. wow, like, that's like so incredibly awesome. It is. I know. And like so many people, too, don't realize like like being a musician and being a songwriter are like two different things, too, you know, because like it's one thing to play the music, but it's another exactly. thing to be able to like write a song and like make it you know sound amazing because like for me i i don't know how to song right i'm like how how does someone do that but i i could you know read sheet music i could you know play music myself like it's amazing and there's just so much in the music world that i don't think people like realize is there and it's it's just so cool to me there's so much that i even have to learn you know like it's amazing. Oh yes. Oh, definitely. And, you know, and I think about like the, like the, those movies, like School of Rock, is such a prime example yeah. of, of you know inspiring students to uh, you know to get you know to get into uh, <laughs> to get into music, uh, especially rock music as an example as well, right? You know, like here was Jack Black's character was a Mr. Uh, Mr. Finn, uh, or no, yeah. but he was impersonating our teacher. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but still, <laughs> despite all that, um, <laughs> but. He, uh, um, but it was just so cool. Like, you know, he's getting these classically trained kids into rock music and um, knowing that, that, hey, yeah, there's other genres you can get into. Right. And I really enjoyed that because I'm just like, yeah, like, you know, because because it, it's just so cool just to, you know, have these young kids learn how to play in the band, how to work together as a team kind of deal. Right. And I think that's why. um you know, you know, like for, um, you know, for me, like when I when I see like uh, the these young students that uh, wanted to get into songwriting, it's really, really encouraging. That means they do have a very cool creative side that they want to unleash. And rightfully so, um, yeah. you know, and uh, and yeah, like and I have some students, um, you know, yeah, who would tell me, hey, Mr. Lamb, guess what? I I'm writing a song. I'm like, that's so amazing. That's so cool. So cool and yeah. that's, that's just so rewarding for you too you're like you're writing a song oh my god let me hear yeah. it you know like exactly like, yeah the mind i oh, that's just so fun and so nice and oh like, yeah for sure yeah but um but at the same time too like it you know like um like, you know i do enjoy teaching like i'm not going to uh lie it yeah it, it's it's an amazing experience uh but like i said you know like when but when live music started reopening in 2021 you know like i i you know there's a part of me that was a little um like unsure yeah because we're so like i said we we're so used to uh just you know doing things online or just doing things one-on-one in person right um yeah. but to pl- replay to a crowd again it was like an adjustment for me to get back into it again but you know i uh, but after the, my first full band show back with the eddie lime all-star band um mm-hmm. I realized how much I missed playing to people, uh, yeah. quite honestly, because my first show back, um, my first official return show was uh, an outdoor gig um, in downtown Vancouver somewhere. And all these these, these people, these, these young kids that were at that show, they were going wild. Like the minute we started yeah. playing, um, we were we were doing uh, like uh, Jimmy Eat World's The Middle. We did Ramones. Yeah. We did um you know we did some great like, songs by Kiss and Judas Priest. You know all those those heavy Amazing. bands. Yeah, and like these kids were going insane, and I'm just like, wow, I totally forgot what it's like mm-hmm. to play in front of people. So it it was, it was just so cool, and and you don't have to worry about the crude comment section too. Oh my god, for real! Like that that is the biggest downside of social media is you're like people telling you you're there, you suck at what you're doing, or they're just mean to be mean, or they're just like you're a poser, whatever. You know, like it's just yeah. so. Sometimes it's disheartening, but honestly, it, I I try my best to just like block that stuff out because it's like it. Anyone who's saying that kind of stuff, it's not worth your time anyway. You know, oh, yeah. like I, and and I'm just like you know, I'm just like 
come on, man. Like, this is not high school anymore. Seriously. Literally, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you're like 25 online saying that people suck for what reason? Like, there's no reason for that, you know? I know. It's like, what? Because they're too young, too old or whatever it is. I mean, come on, guys. Give us a break. <laughs> and, I know. Literally. It's like, just let yeah. us enjoy what we're doing. Like, <laughs> But at the, at the same time, too, though, because there's a little part. Because I, I, one of the things I always learn about when it comes to negative comments on, online, right? Because if it's not constructive feedback, it's just plain insults and trolls and stuff like that i yeah. just have to think to myself well i mean what power do they have over me honestly like they don't Literally. right so i yeah, just they're just ignore some it. person on their phone probably sitting in their bedroom just bored or unhappy about something so they go man i just feel like i need to bring everyone down right now and it's like man yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I, I had a couple people like that on my tiktok too like saying like I was like a fake emo and shit. And I'm like, what is for, for what? <laughs> what? And, they're, and they're like, imagine you like water parks and you call yourself an emo. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, just let me enjoy what I want to enjoy. Like, you oh, know, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't understand that. But um, anyway, we're getting close to the end of our time here. So um, I guess, is there anything else that you want to say to listeners before we wrap up here? Is there anything you want to know yeah. or you want them to know about you? Anything like that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, um, so if you guys are, um, are, uh, new to, uh, new to me, uh, again, I do have, uh, a few cool uh, platforms, which is YouTube, uh, TikTok and Instagram. Uh, so you'll catch videos of me playing piano, uh, playing guitar playing with bands and stuff um so i really really would appreciate your guys' follow um please shoot me a message as well i would love to connect with you guys and uh which is uh, the username is Lab music all from all platforms and i also got twitch uh, i i broadcast on there sometimes i um <laughs> And uh, yeah, and make sure you check out all my uh, my website too. Actually, yeah, eddielandmusic.ca is my official website. You you can check out all the projects I'm in. So the Naturals, Cry of Silence, um, Eddieland All Star Band. Um, we have upcoming gigs uh, happening, especially in the summertime. We're really excited about that. Oh, amazing! And, yeah, Yay. And, yeah. I'll link all of your stuff on my website as well. We'll put For it sure. up on Instagram, and yeah, make sure you guys check out Eddie. You guys like super talented dude you are like and it's been so fun talking to you and just getting your perspective on music and just you know getting to know someone in a more local music scene like it's just it's so cool and you do so many amazing projects it's it's been awesome talking with you so. thank you so much yeah and just want to say to everybody out there you know if you guys are still uh new to songwriting and playing music getting yourself out there like don't be afraid to do that just um, just post content for uh, as much as you can and yeah like you can go miles guys like you can go a thousand miles <laughs> and beyond and uh no matter if, if you do pop punk metal or country or whatever genre it is you know just just you know do what you want to do and just go all the way with it and you know don't, don't just stop at good enough uh just keep going yeah. as much as you can and um that's how you're going to really discover yourself as a musician uh, because there's no limits. Uh, you guys will learn more about yourself as you go along. And like I say, you know, it doesn't matter if you're young as uh, 16 or if you're old as 60 or, uh, or, or actually it's an old, if you're mature as 60 <laughs> uh, or even 85, I've seen that happen before. I see some Ooh. really incredible seniors who, who get into music and it's really encouraging to see that. And so That's it's incredible. never, it's never too late, guys. It's never too late. And please, please make sure you surround yourself with really amazing people who want to support your music as well, because um, they will help keep you going and they will be the ones to cheer you on. And so make sure you appreciate appreciate them every single time. Oh, my gosh. You're going to make me cry, Eddie. That was that was so amazing. Like, uh, you guys, I, I swear, please keep everything he says, like, take it to heart. He is so amazing. He knows what he's talking about. He's so talented and brilliant. Thank you so much, Eddie. For Thank sharing you, Cindy. Thank you, everybody. Nah, thank you for sharing your wisdom with us so much. It's been so fun. All thank right. You. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. All right, pop punk enthusiasts. That was 
my interview with the incredible Eddie Lamb. So like I said, that was a little different than my normal everyday interview that I do every single week. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this one and I hope you absorbed a little bit of his knowledge because he is such an incredible musician. He is so knowledgeable in the industry in so many different ways. So I hope you took something out of that. If you're interested in following Eddie on Instagram and TikTok, his handle is at Eddie Lamb Music. Make sure you follow him if you're interested in some of his covers or if you want to learn how to play one of your favorite pop punk songs. If you happen to be from Vancouver, make sure you check out Eddie in one of his many projects that he does around the city. He is so talented, you guys. And if you happen to see him around, make sure you say hello. He is so incredibly friendly and he's full of so much wisdom. So he can help you out with pretty much anything music related. If there's one thing I took out of the interview with Eddie, it's that you can be any person from anywhere and you can make a name for yourself. He literally is just a local musician from Vancouver and he has thousands of TikTok followers because he just decided during the pandemic he was gonna figure out how to play some of his favorite tunes and just play it for the internet and teach people how to play songs and just how simple it can be. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure you follow your dreams and make sure you go out there and do whatever it is that you want to do because truly you can be anyone from anywhere and make your dreams come true. This is where I'm going to leave you this week, pop punk enthusiasts. Thank you so much once again for tuning in to this week's episode of Pop Punk Promo. Your support truly means the world to me. And if you enjoyed this episode or you've enjoyed any of the other episodes, make sure you rate our podcast five stars on Spotify. It really helps me so I can gauge what kind of content you guys are enjoying and that I can keep giving you incredible content every single week. Make sure you share this podcast with a music lover in your life. I guarantee they will find their new favorite artist through my platform. As always, pop punk enthusiasts, have an incredible rest of your week. Thank you again for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay kind. And we'll catch you again next week on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for another episode of your favorite place to get pop punk news. See you later. If you would like to be considered for a featured artist segment on Pop Punk Promo, visit poppunkpromo.com and fill out a form on our website.